0: Welcome to Beyond the Minimum, where we'll be exploring the world of work. We'll be chatting about concepts, ideas, and phrases, explore practices, and delve into what good looks like. Work can be purposeful, value-led, and more meaningful to all who interact with the workplace. This podcast is brought to you by Tanya Hewitt, who lives in unceded Algonquin Anishabe territory, otherwise known as Ottawa, Ontario, Canada.
1: Hi everyone. My name is Tanya Hewitt and I would like to just thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I'd like to start with a little bit of gratitude. Just a few hours ago, I received a phone call from somebody thanking me for giving them some lettuce from my tower garden, which I had done last Friday. We'll probably be talking a little bit more about the tower garden as we go forward, but... In short, he took time out of his day and he made the effort to pick up the phone and call me to thank me for giving him the lettuce. And he gave some details, he liked the texture and the flavor and so forth. But he didn't have to do that and I just wanted to recognize that him having done that really made a difference to me and i think that we all can make such a difference in other people's lives by just taking a little bit of time out and thanking them for having done something for you that you really appreciate
0: today's episode is expanding our vocabulary
1: hi everyone today's term is the local rationality principle I think I learned this about maybe 15 years ago from a white paper written by Sidney Decker, somebody whom you might learn more about if you listen to this podcast. Overall, the local rationality principle states that people do what makes sense to them given the circumstance in which they find themselves. Another way to say this is that people do not wake up in the morning with the deliberate intention to screw up. That's not typically how people start their day. You wouldn't necessarily know this from a lot of accident investigation write-up reports, mind you, but it doesn't work like that. Another term that this might be known as is the bounded rationality in that the reality that you experience is limited, it is bounded by the circumstance in which you find yourself. You can, Nobody is omnipotent and nobody has all of the information when they are in the middle of doing something. So one of the ways to look at this is to Try to imagine yourself in a circumstance without knowing the outcome. So I will give you a scenario, and I owe this scenario to Todd Conklin. He wrote this in one of his books, and uh, he might have even said it on his podcast, which is the Pre-Accident Investigation podcast. Isn't that amazing? The Pre-Accident Investigation. So. The story goes like this. A traveling carnival went to uh, a locality where uh, they were probably only only going to be there for about three days. It's probably a rural location. And as the Ferris wheel, which is the major attraction, is being set up, the mechanic of the carnival just has this niggling feeling. He heard something as the Ferris wheel was going around that he really didn't like. And he told the owner you know what? I don't like the sound of that Ferris wheel. I don't feel comfortable having that Ferris wheel running with that sound. I would like to disassemble it and try to figure out what's going on. And the owner looked at him, in, uh, you know, kind of in disbelief. What do you mean? Like, we are only here for three days, and you're going to be taking down our premier event? And the mechanic kind of tells him, well, look, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you, but this this sound is unusual, and I I just don't have a good feeling about this. So... I, I would like to ask you to take the Ferris wheel offline so that, you know, I can investigate what's going on. So they were, you know, just hours away from opening and the the owner then decides, all right, all right, I'll listen to you. Um, take the Ferris wheel down. And so uh, the mechanic uh, started to work and... Um, began to disassemble the ferris wheel as people were starting to come in to the to the fairgrounds you know kind of surprised that there was no ferris wheel to ride Okay, so i'm going to give you now two different scenarios so and the this is the part where the story could change and Everything that I've said up till now stays the same. We have to understand that in order to get the local rationality principle. Okay, so in one scenario, the mechanic does find something, and he is absolutely relieved that nobody went up in that Ferris wheel because he knew that had weight been put on that Ferris wheel, it would not have been a good outcome. Um, And he is, uh, you know, he tells the owner this. The owner is very thankful that nobody was killed um, on this uh, Ferris wheel. And the papers, the local papers brought in, pictures are taken, and the mechanic and owner are put on the front page of the paper as heroes for not having run the Ferris wheel because it might have killed somebody had they run it. So that's one scenario. Another scenario could be that the mechanic takes apart the Ferris wheel, and does not find anything wrong and admits to the owner that there wasn't a problem after all it was just something that you know didn't uh, didn't sound all that good but it, it didn't turn out to be a big deal. So the owner now looks at the lost revenue that he's had for that first night. He has a disassembled Ferris wheel and he is furious. He is just livid that this happened the way it did. And so he fires that mechanic and says, You good for nothing, why did you take apart that, that Ferris wheel when there was nothing wrong with it? How how dare you cost me this this night of revenue? But the story is exactly the same up until the outcome. You see, nothing changed from the initial thought that there might be something wrong to the mechanic taking apart the Ferris wheel. If we can strip off the outcome and just take a look at things from the perspective of the person who was in this situation before they knew the outcome. We'll get to that a bit later. But that is... Is the essence of the local rationality principle to as best as possible put yourself in their shoes not with the knowledge that you have but with the knowledge that they had at the time they made the decision they made so that is the local rationality principle I hope that you can start to use this kind of term it gives you a bit more grace to understand what people might have been facing. Even though you might be angry at the outcome, try to put yourself into the pre-state and use the local rationality principle to be able to understand the context that the person was in and the decisions that they made before the outcome happened. All right. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Minimum with Tanya Hewitt. We hope this episode aligned with you. Maybe it was diametrically opposed to you, but at any rate, we trust it made you think. The more we can think about our workplaces and start talking about them, the more we can collectively make a real difference. If you're living in Canada, please find out the indigenous territory in which you reside and begin using it to introduce yourself. Please reach out to Tanya through her email tanya at beyondsafetycompliance.ca. Connect and chat with her on LinkedIn. Follow her company Beyond Safety Compliance and remember to ask yourself the question, how does your work look? Because we can always go beyond the minimum.